Okay, folks, welcome to this week's weekly property update. A wee bit earlier than usual. We've got to catch up plane. <laughs> and I'll be mid-flight <laughs> at 7 o'clock at night. So we're going to do it now. So let's get on with the five property update from the 10th, with the beginning of the 10th to yesterday, the 16th of December. And this is look at right across the five property market in terms of what's coming on, what's been sold, supply and demand, prices are holding up. These are all the questions that people want answered. What's actually coming to market at this point in time? We've got quite a lot coming to market and quite an interesting story. I'm going to start right off the bat straight away about this story I had the other day. Now, this is actually a really good strategy for anybody there that's currently on the market right now. This is called realignment of your price point. Now, a lot of people look at this as think it's a reduction in the price point, but it's not. It's a realignment in the price point. So what are we talking about? Say, your exam, for example, your property is on a, I don't know, 460,000. It could be 260,000. It could be 180,000. It could be 670,000. It could be anything like that. So your property is on right now at that price point. And it might not be getting activity it's getting at this point in time. And that's quite understandable. It just means the buyer isn't in the marketplace at that point in time. However, they might be, but at a different price point. And this is a well-known strategy that a lot of experienced estate agents have used for years and years and years. And it's never been applicable for the last four or five years because of the property boom. So nobody's needed to use the strategy, but we've used it several times recently and it's worked perfectly well. So what do I mean by a realignment of the price point? Well, I'll give you an example. Say you're on at uh, $340,000 offers over. So you're on at $340,000 offers over and that is one of the price points that you're on at. Maybe that's the home report value. But at this point in time, the bandings on Rightmove, on Zoopla, go from 300 to 325 to 350. Therefore, if you're sitting at 340, it offers over 340, you're getting everybody up to 350,000, but you won't get anybody from 350,000. You'll not get anybody when you, when somebody's going up to, you'll get everybody up to 300, up 325,000, because that's the next price band, 325, 350, you'll get, you'll get nobody, you'll not appear in anybody's search up to 325,000, even though it's 15,000 more, and they could probably afford that. You won't appear in their search because you're sitting at 340. But you will appear in their search if somebody goes from 325 onwards, you'll be the lowest value. However, if you're not getting the activity you're getting right now, introduce it to a new audience. Realign the price to a different audience below, just below, so you can take it from 340 to 325. Now, why do I say that? Well, at this point in time, take it from 330, 325, the person up to 325 sees your property and goes, wow, that's pretty good for that price point. They inquire, realize the home reports at 340, and then we push it back up. That is a very well-known strategy in property circles and how to do it. We have done that several times over the years, and it's a well-known strategy, especially for experienced estate agents. So if you're currently on the market right now, ask your estate agent about realigning the price and what would that mean for your property itself if you're not getting the activity you want. If you're not really motivated at this point in time to move quickly at all because you've maybe not committed yourself to another property, then fine, you might want to wait, you might want to take a wee bit more time. But if you're straddling right in the middle of a price banding, then you'll get everybody up to that price point. You'll get everybody from that price point. So you'll get the biggest audience possible on the websites. The worst scenario you can do is price your property at offers over 149,000 
£950. Because you've lost everybody from 150000 upwards. You'll get everybody up to 150000 but you've lost everybody. Just because of £50, you would have been better to put it on the 150000 price point because that is the banding where it breaks on right move, prime location, Zoopla. And these are all the ones that you have to adhere to. So if you understand the strategy and you understand how these websites work and how their systems work and their processes in order to get the maximize the audience and, and, and available, then your agent will understand exactly where to put the price point is. But do not, under any circumstances, put it below a price banding, which is 500 less, 50 pound less. It's, not, it's the old Woolies mentality, 99 pence is not the pound. But unfortunately, that doesn't work on the internet. Everybody, the, the internet, property portal search engines work on price bandings. So to get the right audience and the audience after, you make sure you're on the price banding at some point in time. Now, if you're going on for the first time, fair enough, you know, you're going on for the first time, price bandings don't matter too much. But it isn't if your property after maybe about four, five weeks, six weeks isn't getting activity uh, you would want with discussion with your estate agent, remember, because you could be sitting at 950,000 in terms of your price point. But the reality is you've probably got very little buyers in the market. So there's no surprise you've not got everybody clamoring through your door. So that's a well-known strategy of price realignment. OK, let's talk about the five property market update overall. The Boxing Day bounce is on its way. This is when activity skyrockets after Christmas Day. This is where you want to be in terms of your property on the market right now. Do you know why? And let me show these statistics for last week. Look at that. Half the amount of properties are coming on the market every single week just now than they were before. So in other words, if you're going on right now, you've got a lot of chances of getting somebody to buy your property. And that and that exemplifies it right there, the fact that demand is outstripping supply in that scenario. You can see right across Cooper, I mean, only one property came on. You, you have a golden opportunity in the Cooper area to capitalize on that. The fact that you go on and you've got no one else to compete with, therefore, every single buyer is looking at your property in the Cooper area. Same goes for each Nukes, St Andrews, Leavenmouth, uh, Dunfermline's a bit more than usual, um, Glenrothes especially, and Kirkcaldy especially. Four gone on and 14 sold in the Glenrothes area. There's a golden opportunity if you're in Kirkcaldy to get your house in the market right now. And you could be sold on New Year's Day. Now, let me just explain why I said that, because it's not how buoyant the market is at this point in time, it's how active your estate agent wants to be at this point in time will make a difference whether your house gets sold or not over this period. What do I mean by that? Well, in order to prove that point, because everybody used to tell me that you can never sell a house at this time of year because nobody's really looking. So to prove that point, I deliberately sold a house on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Hogmanay, and New Year's Day last year. Now, I never sold them all at once on, on one successful year, but I did it right throughout the years. To prove that point, you're only as busy and as active as your estate agent wants to be. If they want to answer the phone because they're away on holiday and they're not bothered after hours because it's the season of goodwill, then you're not going to get any activity at all. So that's the key there. You're only as busy as your estate agent wants to be at this point in time so my advice to you is take advantage of the boxing day bounce if you're ready to go do not wait till january that is not the time to be waiting for unless your estate agent is a very good reason for that other than the fact that they just want to take a break and um, 
that's the key information there. So, okay, so that's me told you that. Let me, and as I said, you've got all these numbers and supply is outstripping, demand is outstripping supply again. Now it did before the week before and it did before the week before and in November it did, did as well. So are we returning to a price point where we've got some sort of, maybe an equalization level on off of the prices and property and fife, but actually they're going to continue to go up over a period of time. If you're looking to buy, probably now's the time because they will continue to go up. Let me just uh, talk about them. You know, the banks are deliberately avoiding repossessions at this point in time. The cost of living crisis is still with us. Um, signaling, uh, possibly in the US, they're saying that base rate reductions might be for next year. Now, this is Jerome Powell, the, you know, the Federal Reserve Chair, it says that um, the markets um, have better rates uh, and will drop um, into and automatically into, into putting them down. But I don't think that's going to happen in the UK because the Bank of England has come out clearly and said inflation, fair enough, inflation is falling, but um, web, uh, wage uh, wage inflation is considerably higher than inflation at this point in time. So there's no mission accomplished as yet, as according to them. So the Bank of England have clearly said there's not going to be change in any rates um, and, and maybe not for, for quite some months now. And that's the Bank of England is saying this. There's a clear signal in there's not going to be really a change in base rates over the next two or three months. They're not going to come down, so don't wait out for it. Don't hang out for it. Over the long term, it makes no difference if rates come down or go up or whatever, um, because they're only going to be marginally different at this point in time. People move because they need to move. They move for um, circumstances. They don't move just because they want to move. The move because the circumstances maybe they've got an extra member coming up with the family coming along maybe they've got maybe they're downsizing because they can't manage the stairs so they're forced into that as well maybe they're splitting up and they have to get separate houses and therefore it has to be sold so there's all there's all different reasons that people move for and that's fundamentally maybe it's a job relocation so these are all the things that people have moved for the Bank of England did go on to say though that there's a softer landing than expected um but but there's there's definitely no takeoff um, on the horizon. Uh, now, remember, petrol prices are actually lower at the lowest level for the, the two years. There's another signal in that inflation is actually coming down and we're taking that. But, but, but the key indicator here as well is a lot of people, millions of people are still borrowing to pay for higher energy bills at Christmas. And this is set to increase uh, from January, uh, the, the energy prices are set to increase from January 2024, which will make it a wee bit worse. So there is other factors on the horizon coming along, which will make a fundamental difference to where we go economically in terms of base rates, in terms of the economy itself. Remember, housing is not just a standalone unit itself. There's inflation, there's employment, there's interest rates. It will all affect our overall. We are in a unique situation in the UK, though. We're not building enough houses that we need and um, because of the immigration, because of people, you know, um, population explosion still, that's still going on. So we need, and because of the amount of houses we've not built over the years, and then the social housing strategy is not there at all. It's literally non-existent. So that will still continue to have to happen as well, to get more houses, more affordable accommodation, more council housing, more social housing overall. And um, so these are all these are all indicators that the economy will still continue to continue to continue to be stable and, and, and continue to grow on a smaller on a smaller activity year on year. 
which will indicate that the housing market will not see any crash at this point in time. Again, we we talked about this this time last year. People thought and were convinced there's a housing crash on the on the horizon. And we can't sustain this, but it will still continue to go. You could see it right there in these these figures and these numbers. We are getting told clearly from all the right people and all the right indicators that this will continue to be stable as it, as it is, and there will be no recession on the horizon at all. There will be no change to house prices. They will be marginally in the England areas because they're quite high and affordability is quite difficult. They will probably come down, but not in double-digit figures. They will be around about 5 2% thereabouts. And Scotland, it will continue to be stable, if not grow maybe 1% or 2% every single year, I, I, I predict, uh, more than likely. Uh, let me talk about, let me talk about some of the articles of the yesterday. If you are actually selling in winter, uh, now winter runs from December the 22nd, officially, to the 20th of March. So if you're selling now or you're selling in the new year, which is winter, uh, Perry and I did a fantastic show yesterday on how to play for the season strength and moving your home in spring. Um, so that's the key there. So if you want to listen to that podcast, if you want to watch that show, if you just want to read the article, which is four minutes, uh, click on the link on this post and then just uh, you'll get a whole lot of links into the shows that we've done during the week. And you can just click on the one for selling in winter and you'll get more information on that. It, these are all opportunities to take real advantage of this, especially if you're wanting to do something about um, do something about putting your house in the market or you're maybe on the market right now and you want a bit further advice on how to capitalise on this season. This is probably one of the best seasons of the year to sell. Yeah, I've said it. One of the best seasons of the year to sell. I say that every season, by the way. But it has its unique features and we talk about in these shows and that's what you can capitalize on overall so really good and um, these are all these are all um the, these shows that we do every single week are all really huge insights into the experience and expertise that we've gained over the years uh, remember i've sold thousands of houses so i so when i talk about this these this information you're getting all that detailed information from somebody that's actually sold thousands of houses uh, overall and and the knowledge and expertise that i've actually gained as a result of that goes into these podcasts and goes into these uh, uh, these shows, these live shows as well. Okay, uh, we also talk about Christmas Christmas decorations, if you're selling yes or no, uh, and, and I'll give a good, a good insight into that, but a lot of good knowledge and information for you over there. Um, let's talk about what's going to be coming to the market soon. Uh, actually, let's talk about what was just sold. This is a good indicator, um, good indicator about what's going on. Uh, let's talk about what's been sold. Um, okay. Uh, Kinsmill Lodge in St Andrews sold in two months, uh, two bedroom detached chalet. It was listed over over 150,000. That's a way. Um, we have the next one, which is uh, East Links, leaving overlooking the golf course, overlooking the 17th, um, 16th fairway, actually. I should know that. I, I grew up there. <laughs> actually, I grew up in that wee house. See that wee white house there? That's where I was first moved to when we were six months old. Moved further along in the street after that. Anyway, apart from that, um, and that was sold in three months. Now, that was a four-bedroom semi-detached house, and it was on offers over 400000 It is now away and sold three months. Gives you a good indication about where property prices are going and how long it's taken. Uh, the final one for us is an instant one. Uh, taken off another estate agent. It had no offers for nine months, and we've actually sold it in uh, three months. It's away. Four-bedroom detached cottage. Listed offers over 325000 uh, the new owners are relocating uh, to the area from outside, from outside uh, London, actually. So it just shows we have the audiences that people want, especially if another agent's had it on for nine months and had no offers on it at all. And then there you go. And three months we've sold it and it's done, done and dusted. 
And what does that what does that actually say? We're not all the same. Genuinely, we use different types of engines in the background, systems and processes in order for that to happen. And just probably picked up on that what I say about Christmas. You know, I'm, I'm the one that's the most active when it comes to Christmas because it's another opportunity just to take advantage because no one else is doing what we are doing over that period of time. Uh, what's coming soon? Uh, grass minton steading and creel. Now we sold a plot of land and a bungalow there previously, probably a couple of months back. We've now got a four-bedroom detached house for sale there. That's on the road, uh, the creel road or the St Andrews road, depending on where you're going, um, from creel to St Andrews. So grass minton steading creel um, just outside. It's on that creel road. That's a beautiful location, countryside overall. If you're interested in these ones, remember message us direct because you might get a chance to get in there before everyone else. Yes. There is property still selling just before they get onto any websites. On social media, we're still selling properties at the right price points. They're going. People are inquiring straight away. They're putting themselves in the perfect position, and they're getting in there before you. So do not miss out on them. Uh, Sandwell Street in Buckhaven, three-bedroom semi-detached houses coming on. Park View, Balmolow, three-bedroom detached house coming on. That's just in the St Andrews area, just out in St Andrews, Balmolow. Beautiful area, Balmolow. Um, beautiful walks, actually, overall. Uh, my daughter lives up there. Um, Rosemount Grove and Leaven, three-bedroom semi-detached house, is coming on at Sunclose Cooper, one-bedroom ground floor flat. Perfect. If you're downsizing, one-bedroom ground floor flat could be the perfect one for you. No stairs. No stairs. Perfect. Um, Ashgrove and Methyl Hill, a two-bedroom terrace house, Cooper Road, Largo Ward. That's a two-bedroom semi-detached house. Laurel Bray and Springfield. Now, I'll be putting that one on this week. A four-bedroom semi-detached house. It's cracking inside. Bark Garden overlooks the countryside. It is beautiful. It's a brilliant property. Uh, now, Laurel Bray and Springfield, if you're interested in that one, you've got to be quick, I'll tell you. It's, it's one of the previous builds from Campion. Uh, great standard of finish as well inside. Um, so be, be quick for that one. Ocean Crescent and Methyl, two bedroom ground floor flat. Again, another ground floor flat. If you're downsizing and you want something all on one level, that's perfect. It could be perfect for you. It could be the alternative because everybody tries to look for a bungalow when they downsize, but the difficulty is with bungalows, they're like hen's teeth. So the next best thing for all one level living is a ground floor apartment. It could be the perfect one for you as well. It's probably releasing quite a lot of money if they're downsizing and going into an, a, a flat or an apartment. And it'd be able to do exactly how you'd want it, plus the fact you'd be able to use the money to do exactly what you want to do rather than tying it up in another property. Uh, Orchard Grove, finally, and leaving a two-bedroom first floor apartment. That's going to be coming on as well. Apparently, I've been told that's cracking inside. It's beautiful. Uh, right, what's over the line and what's been sold? Uh, give you an idea about what prices are going for what home, what prices, how much over the home report in certain areas. So we sold uh, Bayview Crescent, uh, Bayview Crescent and Methyl, two bedroom ground floor flat. It was actually sold in 16 days for 25% over the home report value. Very keenly priced in the beginning, but it just went. Um, it went for uh, 47000 so it was under, another 9500 over what the home report value is at the time. It wasn't really the greatest type of property, but it's a great refurb for someone to definitely add a lot of significant value to. Um, the lounge about properties, if anybody knows lounge about in Pitt and Liam, it's finally over the line. It's away, the shop's away, the two flats above are away as well, so they're gone as well. Um, they went for just around about the home report value of these two flats and so did the property itself. Um, so good prices and holding up in these areas. Um, and then finally, um, Balgonia Avenue in Glenroth, this two-bedroom semi-detached house sold in two months for just under 3% over the home report value, represented another 3,500 for the buyer, went to a first-time buyer. Fantastic. 
first-time buyers are the lifeblood of our industry. Um, first-time buyers allow people to upgrade to the, the second buyer. Also, investors are possibly the lifeblood as well, because investors buy generally at the lower end of the market as well, and that allows the person in that property to actually upgrade to the middle market, and then the middle market can upgrade to the upper market in terms of price point, in terms of size of homes for family homes. Uh, just the generational, and then, the, you know, the big family home, you're Kids are probably left and all the rest of it, and they go background and they go into either bungalows or, or one-bedroom apartments or two-bedroom flats or something like that. And um, it's a natural circle of the the um, it's a bit like the Lion King, isn't it? <laughs> the circle of life for the property market. Um, okay, Zupla. Let me just quickly talk about um, Zupla report was out this week. Um, interesting. Nationwide, you probably heard lately, and Nationwide actually said, oh, prices have gone up last month. Now, I'm not a big fan of Nationwide. It's limited information. So the UK house price statistics are out this week. I think it's on Wednesday. So I'll be doing an update on the UK house price statistics. That is the true measure. Um, it combined with what we are running as well, because we combine that with the historical information. Uh, they give us a good insight into where the market has been, and we give an insight into where the market is just now, because we've got all what the home report values is for our properties and also what they've sold for. So it gives us a really good idea about is our properties actually still going for more than home report value on average and how much more that could be in particular areas. So watch out for that show. It'll be Wednesday, Thursday this week, uh, depending on when the information is released and when I can fit it in, actually. Uh, but the Zupla rental market data was out as well last week. Uh, Richard and I did a report on this. Um, UK and, and, and executive summary is in there in this post, so you can click on it. I don't want to labour it too much because don't want to take up your time. Um, but it's safe to say that UK uh, rental growth um, is to half over 2024, but to 5%. 5% still no bad, considering 5% uh, rental growth in terms of price. It's five percent, and inflation's down at four percent. Then you're still you're still getting a good return. Um, it is the lowest growth since 2021, according to Zupla. But then that's a that's a soundbite, really. Um, London uh, will lead the slowdown definitely. Demand is weakened off the the high base, it's, um, which was down it's down 11 percent year on year in terms of the rental market. But rental market still very very point. I'm still buying myself, still investing myself. I'm a landlord by trade, investor by trade as well in terms of property. So if you want any information, any insight into that, you can click on this link. It'll take you through to it. You can watch the show, you can listen to the podcast, or you can just, yeah, you can read the article if you want. Uh, finally, let's quickly uh, summarize. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to be talking about um, what can we, on the wealth patient over Richard and I. It's quite an interesting one for most people. I think everybody knows I visited Necker Island, Richard's private home, Richard Branson's private home. And I spent a week with Richard. And uh, and But most people don't know I actually spent a week as well with Jamie Simonoff. Uh, Jamie Simonoff is the founder of Ring.com as well. Now, Jamie has just sold Ring.com to Amazon for over a billion dollars. Um, and, and it's between 1.2 and 1.8 billion, depending on what the multiplier is, once, once in the next two or three years. Um, so he's just sold it. So what did I learn from these people? I'm going to be talking about that on the Wealth Creation Show tomorrow with Richard at 12.30 live um, about what you can learn from people who are more successful than you. So I'm going to be focusing mainly on what I've learned from Richard Branson, also what I've learned from Jamie Simonoff, and, uh, and other people were there as well, Lomparni, um, which is Lee and David of the Italian Fashion House, they were there as well. Um, and they were talking about what their plans are for the future. They just poached uh, 
Beyonce's creative director to their brand uh, recently. But it's a lot of good insight um, uh, and, and tomorrow. Um, so tune into that if you want to tune into it. You can listen to the podcast later on, or you could, uh, or you could, or you could just tune in at the time, ask questions live as well. Anyway, that's it for now. Um, thanks very much for listening in. Thanks very much for tuning in a bit earlier. And apologies to you know seven o'clock is not possible because we'll be on a plane coming back to Britain. Apparently it's uh, cold in Britain. Um, it's 20 degrees here just now. I'm going to go for my last walk on the beach before before I return home. Uh, anyway, until next time, guys. Uh, bye-bye for now.